Well, here's a nice take on the flash crash by former Secretary of Labor Robert Reich. 90 minutes before the end of trading Thursday, that's last week, the U.S. stock market almost melted down. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped nearly 1,000 points. The market regained ground before the end, like a giant 747 narrowly averting a crash landing. Regardless of why it happened, it's further evidence that the nation's and the world's capital markets have become a vast, out-of-control casino in which fortunes can be made or lost in an instant, which would be fine except for the fact that most of us have put our life savings there. Pension funds, mutual funds, school endowments, the value of all of this depends on a mechanism that can lose a trillion dollars in minutes without anyone having a clear idea why. Yeah, who would go into a casino and put your pension funds on red. So much of the market now depends on computer programs and mathematical models that no one fully understands. So much of the trading is in the hands of a few people whose fat thumbs or monetary carelessness might sink the economy. So much of global wealth now depends on who can move their money quickest at the slightest provocation. We We are toying with financial disaster every day. The luck or foolishness of a few traders and inside knowledge and information that some possess and others don't, combined with the ultra-high-speed computers, put us all at the whim of a system whose risk is way out of proportion to any public benefits. Bob Reich is right on. We are handing over our hard-earned pension funds, bonds, taxes, whatever it may be that we that, that is squeezed out of us or, or taken away with our consent in order to protect us in our old age is being run into this casino where a bunch of, you know, a bunch of young Turks are betting, are betting against us, basically. We are known, by the way, as weak hands on Wall Street because we don't have any real inside knowledge. The whole thing is corrupt. The whole thing has to be thoroughly reformulated. We've got to go back to the Glass-Steagall Act, which doesn't allow banks to become investment houses. That's nice. I go down to the Mr. Brown at the bank, give him my $10, and he takes it and puts it in a derivative, um, you know, anti-bet-on-credit-swap, uh, toxic, whatever. And I'm dead. You know, I go there the next day, well, Mr. Brown, where's my $5? Well, I'm sorry, but the credit swaps went south, and uh, you're toxic, Billy. So we've got to bring some serious common sense back to these markets. This is the populism. This, I believe, is the real teabag revolt. I don't think those bozos on the far right know anything about it, but that kind of populist swell, I believe, is going to bring this kind of needed regulation um, into existence. Fifty billion dollar babies You send them off to war Well that's the price of freedom, baby We gotta sell the score We talk as cheap as a paper flag Fear is always free The world is watching America While America is watching the TV It's in the toxic dumps It's in the oil 
Friends like these, who needs pallbearers at your funeral? Okay. Okay. A Chinese man has died after an eel was inserted in his rectum by friends as a joke. Okay. No sound effects. No, no. Please. A little reverence here. Yeah. Man's dead. Doctors in Sichuan, China, apparently found the creature a two-foot-long Asian swamp eel Mm. in the 59-year-old man's rectum. After the poor man had died from internal bleeding, the eel had reportedly done severe damage to the man's intestines. While doctors were initially baffled as to how the eel could have gotten there, the man's friends allegedly confessed that they had inserted the live creature as a joke after a bout of heavy drinking. Heavy drinking? (laughs) I'd say really heavy. Oh, look, I found a two-foot eel. I'll put it up his rectum. Big joke. Big joke. Well, I won't even, I mean, it's like, how do you do that? I don't know. It's just I thought I'd mention it because it was a wild and wonderful world. I, I don't know if it was an electric eel. But electricity got a Pakistan man in trouble. I love this one, too, because, you know. <laughs> they plugged this, it in. Yeah. That, was, that made sense about it. I see. they got the eel yeah, out, it. probably. You plugged it in and zip. There you go. All right. The Pac- okay, here's, yeah. here's another one. It's okay. just you know, of the world. All oh, right, right. Pakistani airport authorities detained a passenger after electrical circuits and batteries were found in, in, the, shoes of his, in, in the soles of his tennis shoes. Okay. 
An initial investigation showed that the device was used for massaging the feet, but the circuits could have had other uses, and authorities were continuing to examine them. This guy, Mohammed, uh, all we know is his first name, is a building constructor headed to Muscat, Oman, told the investigators he bought the shoes from a market in Karachi and had no idea that there were circuits inside the soles. <laughs> he had no idea, right? I just get them to massage my feet. And, and you know, it's like, remember? How, how do they do that? I thought for, you know, that it would allow you to maybe count on your toes without taking your shoes off, you know, something like that. But maybe it was one of those little electrical stim. I don't that, know. I'm not going to buy shoes, you know, with elect- with electrical stimulators. Well, I'm not going to wear them on a plane. Yeah, because remember the shoe bomber, the guy that was there lighting his, his Nikes, you know, to blow the place up? It's a wonderful world. Yeah, can you imagine sitting next door to that guy and the other guy who said fire to his underwear, you know? Yeah. I mean... People do. I, it's it's actually tragic. There's just there seems to be no end uh, of willingness to just kill a whole lot of people uh, and yourself at uh, the same time. At the same time, and it's. I'm sorry, guys. It's just unforgivable. We could sit down and talk about it, you know. Yeah, but then. But I don't think you're going to. Uh, well, if you try to sit down and talk with them, of course they would blow you blow up. you up or put a. Eel in your Up your rectum. Rectum. Same thing. Yeah. Hey, just because you're out drinking with your friends on the stoop doesn't mean you have to be one. Step up to the many tastes of Vino Brothers wine. There's Vino White. It's dry. Add water. It's wet. Add sugar. It's a fine sherry. Add ketchup and blow in the bottle. It's a sparkling rosé. Vino Brothers. W-I-N-O-B-R-O-S. Look for the bottle shaped like a paper bag.